BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hey, buddy. It's Wednesday, January 3rd, 2023. Happy four. <laughs> Let's do another take. Hey, buddy. It's Wednesday. I'm kidding. Uh, but happy new year. Happy new year, dude. It yeah. It's weird to hear 2024. Oh, that's why I didn't say it. It's just to, yeah. <laughs> uh, for, you know, a person who does a couple of podcasts a week where I'm uh, saying, you know, what the date is all the time. This happens to me every year, though, to transfer to the new number. Remember when we used yeah. to always have to write checks all the time and you'd have oh, yeah. always an issue? <laughs> Now people, you make a joke about it, you know, what you write on your checks, you know, it's, <laughs> and uh, people are just like, what, what's writing a check? Um, and also, how long into January do you get away with saying Happy New Year? I think people just, just in a generic reading, because I like it as a hello and a goodbye with, uh, you know. Uh, people working grocery stores or uh, ride share drivers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's just a fun thing to throw around, you know, but how long, how deep into January can you do it? I think really just the first week to 10 days, you think? Maybe feels Jan like, 10 is the cutoff. Yeah. It feels like mid January feels a little like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> because no, I kinda people are already that. deeply stressed out. <laughs> I want to see how how early it how quickly it sets in that somebody says, "Hey, it's been it's been a week, dude, or whatever." <laughs> so you're just gonna tell you, that to everybody? You, yeah, Push I'm gonna it. say it. I'll let you know. I'll report back when it sounds good when it starts to become an issue. Yeah, <laughs> when people start going, "Hey, man, it's February." I go, "Yeah, have a new year, bro. <laughs> Happy New Year!" Like I could say it all, goddamn you, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an excuse to confront people. <laughs> it's just ask. It's like the comic that's trying to get a good crowd clip, so they like you know they start it with somebody in the yeah. audience. Uh, but uh, our guest today was a guest. Speaking of unruly audience members, by the way, he and I did shows together at the Punchline in Sacramento on uh, New Year's Eve. Oh yeah, that'll. Do you happen. do any shows anywhere on New Year's Eve? I, I, I didn't do. I did it last year. I do it a lot of. I do it. I would say every other year. Or so, but not this year. Uh, but I, last year, yeah, idea, definitely maybe. unruly crowd. Sitting it out is maybe not a bad idea. But we'll, you know, we'll talk to him a little bit about it. He's a very funny yeah. dude named Johnny Taylor Jr. Who I have struggled to come up with an anagram for. So I'm not even going to bring <laughs> up to him that that we make. <laughs> For the guests because i don't want him to feel left out that he has such a difficult name you know so many j's and uh, r's and l's like it's a y like it just it's not not helpful no u's or i's in the whole name it's a it's a tricky one to to anagram and is this our first junior on the show you think i think so but i've been wrong before right well sammy davis <laughs> has never done it um <laughs> I can't. I don't know too many famous juniors. Um, the movie with Tra Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh yeah, and we had uh, Trey Galleon is a third. Oh yeah, and Ramon Rivas is a second. Um, I don't. But has he has he been on Wide World of Dogs? I don't think so. I think he. Yeah, has. we I haven't. Like had, he has. I feel like he has. We um, haven't had Damon Wayans or Robert Downey. <laughs> I love Damon Wayans Jr. on that show, Happy Endings. 
<laughs> and he just hosted a game show that's I, I I'm sad that it went away quickly because it's kind of a fun premise where it's called uh-huh. Raid the Cage, and uh, people uh, have to go into this cage full of prizes, and there's a clock, and they have to get as many prizes out as they can before the door closes. Ooh, I like it's that. just like watching Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's just yeah, like watching him try to okay. grab his hat uh, over <laughs> and over again. <laughs> anyway, let's let's go to work. <laughs> Hello, Johnny Taylor Jr. How are you? Oh, Doug Benson. I'm fantastic. How are you doing? (laughs) I'm doing pretty good. Uh, Meet my co-host, Doug Mellard. You two have sort of met in the past through uh, circumstances, but not uh, physically face-to-face. That is true. And still not physically face-to-face. Yeah. (laughs) Keeping it going. This is closer. Johnny's in Sacramento, uh, Doug is in Santa Fe, and Doug is in Los Angeles. <laughs> you work <laughs> out those last two amongst yourselves. Um, <laughs> uh, Johnny, uh, it was good to, it was fun ringing in the new year with you in Sacramento. Uh, yeah, it was a blast. Yeah, it was really fun. And that was your first time on uh, Doug Loves Movies. And Doug mm-hmm. Mellard could certainly commiserate with you and your experience on the show because he definitely knows less than you do. Good. I'm glad to <laughs> was Except last time. To... But Doug is an ongoing... Yeah, well, that's why I could be so mean about it is because Doug just <laughs> won the last time he was on, so now he is an ongoing champion. Oh, and congratulations. We'll be Thanks, back. Dude. It's rare. We'll be back very soon. And I should say on this, uh, I don't mean for Wide World of Dogs to be some sort of Douglas movies bonus material, but uh, let's face it, in a sense it is. Um, uh, <laughs> the episode ended, we put in a little disclaimer at the end, I recorded something afterwards, because um, Chad Opitz uh, was declared the, lo- you know, he came in second to yeah. uh, a lady that we pulled up out of the audience named Jody Reeves. And she was really nice and fun and a good contestant. Uh, but she, uh, you know, in the last game, w- insisted that Michelle Pfeiffer is in the original, the first Ant-Man movie. Yes. <laughs> and, of much controversy. And an entire audience of people and all of us on stage all just went along with it. Like, well, what are we supposed to do? That this woman just came up out of the audience and did this well at this game. She might as well be the winner. But then, of course, I got verification later that, uh, I mean, it was kind of a stalemate at that point. It was kind of a tie between her and Chad. But, uh, you know, if she'd really come up with one more Michelle Pfeiffer movie, she would have officially been the winner instead of this this ugly false uh, champion that she is today. So we have to <laughs> I'm gonna try in the near future to maybe bring her and Chad back together or just bring her back anyway, like a, a, a full-fetched full-fledged champion but uh we also did two stand-up shows um at the sacramento punchline and they fell right in line with uh you know what you'd expect from new year's eve at a comedy club doing two shows uh the first show was nice and mellow with a a bunch of couples who just wanted to have an early evening or had you know more (laughs) exciting plans later and then the late show was people got thrown out yeah, <laughs> sure did. <laughs> in there, because they right show the up, of, they, right they the show up drunk. Side. You know, it's like a game. The way that clubs will be like, mm, these people seem trashed already. Get their money and get ready to throw them out. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, yeah. they gave them, you know, they gave them, they gave them a bunch of chances, but this table in the back would not stop talking. And for any listeners not familiar with Johnny Taylor Jr.'s comedy, he doesn't get out there and scream and yell. It's it's uh it's a pretty uh chill style, I'd say. Yeah. And it's low key. Uh, yeah. I mean, you and Brian Posade, you open for him all the time. Uh the, the that show together, that is the most like it almost should be done by candlelight or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a visual, actually. 
um, but anyway, so Doug, it was crazy. This whole party of eight people not only got thrown out, but they were crazy loud about it. And then when they got him out into the hallway, they were crazy loud in the hallway. It was so Fun. exciting. It was a kind of like uh, people yelling where they uh, phones came out and people were filming what was happening. And because uh, they just were just wanted to stay in the hallway and yell about it instead of just leaving, you know, and maybe yeah. contacting their lawyer on Monday or something. So they're just <laughs> drunk and out there <laughs> yelling. And it was the same thing. They just kept saying, we were laughing. Like people think that chatting amongst yourselves and laughing are the same thing. Yeah. Uh, yep. Especially when they're drunk. Yeah, absolutely. I, 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 asked them, <laughs> I asked them, I was like, well, what's what's happening? You know, yeah. from stage. Yeah. And they're like, they're throwing us out. And I was like, why? And they're like, we were <laughs> laughing at you. And I'm like, wow. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm having a pretty good set and there's still like 200 people still seated. So uh, it can't just be because of that. But I appreciate the weird compliment. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the thing is they were just like they're in their own world. And like, you know, like at one point in your set, you told a really long story and I could tell, oh, these people have not they're not here to track this story and wh where yeah. it's going, you know. And uh, so but it's always fun, too, when, you know. I was the headliner and, uh, or, you know, I went last, I should say. Uh, and, uh, you know, when people are thrown out before the headliners even got on, uh, that's, uh, oh. that's pretty, pretty wild. <laughs> yeah. Cause if um, I'm opening for someone and it's really rowdy, like towards the end of my set, I'm like, Oh, this is going to be a whole thing for <laughs> whoever's next. Like, yeah. cause if they're ramping up already, like it's just going to get worse. Like it never. And I, I did a new, a new year's show last year. And awful crowd for the late show. Just the same thing. Great show, first show, second show awful. Everybody's drunk, talking, all that. But then, you know, me and another comic had to, like, go out on stage to, like, ring in the new year with this crowd we didn't like, you know? And so it's just like, happy new year. All right, are we done? Can we go? Like, we didn't want to be up there at all. So awkward. <laughs> Uh, but that's the part that I really love most about it is these people were extracted. It was so noisy and chaotic. And as far as most of the audience is concerned, they only caught the part where Johnny was talking to them. And the rest of the time, uh, Johnny was just doing his material, uh, you know, doing his set and ignoring them. And the rest of the audience was was in and not massively distracted. So the whole thing was it was impressive work by you and the uh, the team at the punchline. Yeah, I thought they handled it pretty well because I mean that that second crowd as they were coming in, I was like, "Oh, these people are fucking wasted." Like this is gonna be, <laughs> this is gonna be a whole this is gonna be a whole thing. And yeah, was, I like <laughs> when a comedy club has a bar; you can stop at it for a drink before getting to the right. into the club where they have you buy two more drinks. Right. You know, they have oh, those at that sure. club. They have those like uh, tumbler drinks, you know, they're really the, 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 you get the souvenir cup. I think they left with their souvenir cups, too. That's just hilarious. Getting <laughs> <laughs> thrown it's, out when you take your cup. <laughs> yeah, it should have it should have been a two drink maximum for that. Late yeah, show. absolutely. But uh, they did a good job. At first, I was frustrated because it was a big group of people that were like sitting like you know, there was like they were at a, a table and then some people in the group were behind the other people. So like there was just really this like they were almost designed to be sitting in a way that they would just start talking amongst themselves. And then they just were doing it from the second the show started to the second they got thrown out. And they must have asked them 10 times to stop doing it. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh it's wild. It's wild watching those things because, like, I I never whip out my camera because I don't want to make you know I don't want them yelling at you know not only a person for having their cam my camera on them but also the person whose show they're at you know or whatever. I didn't right. want to get in the mix at all, but uh, it sure was what I saw of it. It's sure sure interesting to watch. <laughs> uh, Happy New Year! Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Happy New Year. Like that, you know, because their story the next day, most of them is uh, we, like we were laughing, we were having fun, and they kicked us out. And, uh, you know, and tell all their friends, don't go to that club. 
but every once in a while, there's people are like, "Oh shit, we we were drunk, you know, we we yeah. screwed up." But usually goes yeah. the other. Usually people just remain mad about it, and like if anybody brings up that club or any of us comics, if they could even remember any of our names, are I just think they really just threw a dart at the wall and went, "Oh, comedy club, that's what we're gonna do." Uh, I don't feel like any of them were drawn to any of the particular acts on the bill that night. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely not me. <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't your crowd. So they were they were, uh, they, were <clears throat> they were like, let's go watch the guy that we for sure know lost Doug Loves movies. We don't know who won it, but we do know he <laughs> lost it. Yeah, um, they just were out supporting losers. Uh, out supporting how long, losers. How long have you uh, been? Uh, you know, doing shows with Brian Posehn. Oh, wow. 10 years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, and he's, uh, you know, he's got a few openers, you know, feature acts. Yeah. He'll use, use yeah. me and Derek Sheen and uh -huh. Brad Wenzel and uh, for a long time, Jeremy Essek. He's really funny, but I think he's, he stopped doing stand up. But yeah, yeah, I think probably about these days, probably about 15 weekends a year with him, which, uh, it was always fun. I mean, he's one of my best friends. So it's just like going out, doing shows, but really you're just like, it's all about the hang and eating some food in a different city, you know, getting high. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like he, like, he likes, uh, you know, he likes what he likes. And uh, uh, a lot of us have that sort of approach to uh, uh, opening acts or feature acts is, uh, you know, Bringing, having a few that uh, you know you like supporting, but mixing it up is always nice. And you know, uh, I I think fifteen weekends a year with Brian Posehn sounds like about as much as I would be able to take. <laughs> it's, really, it's really just a lot of Brian sleeping in the green room, and then uh, we we go out and eat food after. Yeah, like when he falls asleep, like within a few minutes, you know, you could put like a ping pong ball over his mouth and he'll make it float with his, uh, his snoring. Classic yeah. old school snoring gag. Um, yeah. All right. Well, we're here to talk about you, not Brian Posehn. And I, you know, he and I have been great friends for a long time. And uh, he showed up recently for the uh, Douglas movies. Uh, we did an anniversary episode in LA and he, showed up for that and we had a great time but like you know as close as we are i just feel like he'd be annoyed if i asked him to do this podcast but that he'd also <laughs> he'd also enjoy it you know once he's doing it but no it's worries. that yeah you know i mean he's like that kind of like grumbly you know you don't want to poke the bear <laughs> right, right. yeah this I is mean... his hibernation season <laughs> yeah but yeah, it is that, cute though also to see what how like the lighter more fun uh side that having a, a son is brought out of him like he's really oh. into his fucking kid yeah his kid's the best too like he's like you know brian's a fucking behemoth and his kid <laughs> is like already six feet tall i don't know how melanie survived the birth yeah <laughs> she's a saint yeah she really she really took one for the team. Okay, so we're going to talk about you. Uh, before we get into talking about your name, because the show's mostly about names after a bunch of blathering about other things, uh, the warm-up questions start now with this one. What's your tattoo situation, Johnny? I don't think I noticed because you might have had, like, mostly been covered up the other night, but do you have a lot of tattoos? I have a sleeve and a... If I could, if I could go back, I probably just wouldn't have gotten me. But I do wow. have, I do have a, my entire left arm is covered. Uh, it's a koi piece because at the time I was a douchebag, and then I, uh, <laughs> and then uh, I do have a really pretty lotus flower on the inside of my bicep, uh, and a big dragon on my arm. It's all the worst, like. Trophy <laughs> MMA guy tattoos. Um, so I just usually try to wear a, a jacket at all times. Yeah, that's not a bad call. You had a nice jacket on the other night. Uh, yeah. Looked very comfortable. It was um, cozy. Yeah. That was another thing that was kind of throwing me off is uh, people kept talking. I, I just threw on this old tuxedo jacket that I have. I, I, you know, I put it on over a, like a hoodie. 
and uh, um, the old hoodie jacket combo. And uh, people kept saying, oh, you know, oh, you're so dressed up or you look nice or whatever. Cause I, you know, cause I'm such a slob most of the time, but it still wasn't that much of a, a glow up or anything, you know? And, uh, but it is funny to me that new year's Eve used to be like the comedy club would get mad at you if you didn't dress up. And yeah. the other night we did a show where we all really were just comfortable just wearing what we, what we like to wear that what expresses our sort of, you know, what we want to present on stage. Totally. I, I'm so glad all that stuff is in the past. Not just that, right, but, but that's like... so funny. Cause you're a suit guy. Sometimes you'll throw a suit on uh, and go up on stage. Me? Yeah. No, I never. I swear to God, I've seen you. I've seen you occasionally. I mean, you know, like a crumple. Oh, you know what? I did do it next uh, last. uh, (laughs) If I last New Year, I was like, "Fuck it!" I just wore like a tux for no reason, but I did that to myself. But there have been times. I can just picture you like like, in a rumpled suit, like Columbo. Oh Uh, yeah, I might have like uh, if I do that, it's for a gag or something. But but yeah, it makes me uncomfortable. (laughs) I want to feel comfortable up on stage. But I remember like when I was first starting out, I would get a lot of advice about like, you have to wear like button up or a tie or this or that. And I remember uh, we we did a showcase once where uh, for Letterman or something where all the guys had to wear suits and ties and only one person ever did that. So everybody had a weird set because no one was comfortable. (laughs) And it's already a little tense anyway, because you're trying out for this thing you really want. But then on top of that, I remember calling a comic and I was like, hey, a bunch of us are meeting up for a bite before. And I was like, what are you up to? And he was like, I'm learning how to tie a fucking tie. <laughs> and uh, so just so glad we're past that. I like to be cozy up there. Yeah, yeah Letterman I, I... was a Letterman was a real stickler for coat and tie. Like there's a couple of probably watch it on YouTube. Like I think maybe Dave Attell and maybe Louis C.K. did sets on that show where they like showed up without a coat so they just gave them gave them one that didn't fit them very well <laughs> you know that kind of shit yeah uh, um, I, I don't get why Letterman thought that dressing up was so important but like I guess we all have our things that like if we were really in charge of something maybe we would you know put our foot down the trouble with doing like comedy on TV these days is that you know the no logos thing if you do a set on some show so yeah. uh uh, you know, having any kind of nice clothing is kind of hard to pull off without uh, having logos somewhere. Yeah, I wore a suit for my special recording, and uh, every time I see a clip for that special, I'm like, "What a dumb dildo!" I, <laughs> I, I look like that one out of every two thousand days, and like that's the day I decide to just not look like myself. Regret, really. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that could drive you to do another one. It's just to like, that's one thing you could, you know, do differently. Um, what was your, did you, did, what's your special called? It's called Bumming with the Devil. You can see it. It's on Tubi and all, it's on like Amazon, Apple T, all that shit, but you can get it for free on Tubi. So that's where you can see it. Well, I think like being dressed up with that title kind of has a, you know, that sort of makes sense. Yeah, I thought in my head I did, but, you know, I probably would have worn, like, just a black T-shirt and some jeans. That's usually what I would wear, so. But the material's good, so at least it's not – I'd rather look dumb and still be good than, like, look great and suck, so. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's a – you're drawing the lines in all the right places, and – um. So yeah, so a, a sleeve, and that so you don't really, you can't really say a number of how many tattoos or how many times did you have to go under the 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 knife to have a sleeve. It was like, it was a few sessions. It was probably like twelve hours worth of work. Um, I would say like, there's like five major pieces, so I would say probably have like five tattoos. Oh, but they okay. all, they'll link together. Yeah, it's like having five jokes, but you also have segues. Right, exactly. <laughs> my, my sleeve is a big, long joke. Um, 
everything that's you know that's also interesting to me is that like you know some comedians do have wacky tattoos but a lot of them just have you know beautiful like art ink on their uh bodies that kind of sort of goes against the you know the whole comedy thing right yeah it's we we're talking uh, off off air we we're talking about uh avery moore who has a million amazing like hilarious tattoos uh and it like works perfectly for like her personality um mine does not link up to my personality <laughs> i don't know i honestly i was having like an out-of-body experience i think i have no idea why i chose this <laughs> okay so what about uh pets have you been in a position at any point in your life to uh, name give animals their forever name yes uh i have uh, i used to have a cat uh named sydney which is my middle name because i'm a narcissist uh <laughs> i was like i was like yeah let's name it my middle name uh did but... you spell it the same way in both cases oh of course yeah <laughs> of course s-i-d-n-e-y yeah, uh, but I've been big on I kind of inherit pets from whatever gal I'm either marrying and then later divorcing uh, <laughs> or or dating. Uh, so I've inherited a bunch of pet names. Uh, but yeah, I've only really named. Oh, actually, I named I did. We got a cat with my first wife and I na we named it Nash after the professional wrestler Kevin Nash. <laughs> yeah okay big guy um, cool diesel let me i you know not to change subjects or anything but i thought about this earlier when thinking about you and brian posein is uh do you drag him into the wrestling world at all or is he more on the outskirts of that particular fandom he he loves wrestling uh he's not i mean i have a wrestling podcast so i'm in it you know yeah I'm, of nerd <laughs> about it uh but he he likes it and he keeps up and i know his, his kid loves wrestling too oh that's and good he's got, that's his, good. He, he's got his favorites and stuff but you know and we, we talk wrestling when we hang out but it's never like i mean i'm like watching hours and hours of content a week because i have to talk about it for you know an hour yeah. twice a week so uh, <laughs> yeah he he likes it but I, it's like i like I like Star Wars, but I don't like it nearly as much as he does. Like, I, <laughs> I couldn't talk about, you know, a little bit of Star Wars goes a long way. And I think it's probably the same with with him as far as like wrestling goes. Yeah, well, and the other the, the other areas that like I appreciated his fondness for them. But, I, you know, as friends, I couldn't I often couldn't really participate in anything would be, you know, comic books and D&D. &D, and, uh, and then, of course, uh, heavy metal music. Yeah, you're, well, not a big, you're not a big metal guy? Well, no, I mean, a, I liked it through his song. eyes. I liked it through him, you know, like I, you know, enjoyed how much he enjoyed it. Like, that's how always, I've always been with wrestling. If I have a friend that's super into wrestling, then I get into it sort of through them but i i'm not going to just sit by myself and watch wrestling and be super psyched about it right you know and that's sort of yeah. you know i can listen to metal in my spare time but if you know if brian's like hey do you want to go you know backstage to a show or some some shit like that you know like i'm always down because it's you know it's still music i i, I just love music me me too yeah you know? yeah and wrestling is like it's an experience. So even if you're kind of on the fringes of it, you're probably going to have fun watching it. Cause it's so bizarre. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, absolutely. I understand. It takes a certain sort of brain to like get it because it's a soap opera, you know, it's just like, you, you, you can't just watch it casually and know <laughs> what the fuck's going on because <laughs> shit. It's like, you know, days of our lives with like grown men in underwear, you know? So, <laughs> it's really uh it, it, it's a it is a lot and it's uh you know i i get why uh why people get into it and like um you know that seems to be like a pretty common reaction to this new movie the iron claw that you 
you know, uh, Johnny cited on Douglas movies as his uh, film of the year. Um, it's just got, uh, you know, it's just got all that stuff that is amazing about yeah. wrestling. Uh, but it's still also got that like sort of, you know, 1.1 character says, well, but isn't it fake? And it's just like, well, you just don't get it if you're sitting around talking about whether it's fake or not. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> You know, because it's like they do plan stuff out, but that's like asking if improvisation is fake. Right. Completely. Like there's moves, there's jokes you may you may have already had in your head, but you still have to say them with another person and you know, create something like on the spot, you know, and so yeah. uh, it's like Jason isn't actually killing people on Friday the thirteenth, you know. <laughs> like, that is also fake. You know, but somehow you right, but it's fake. That. But but there, a stuntman steps in and can't get credit. Whereas in wrestling, those the things, the way they fl fling themselves off of shit, the amount of time. The last time I went and saw wrestling live, the amount of time people were hitting the concrete, not some like yeah. you know bouncy mat in the middle of a ring. They're just fucking hitting the ground. They just have to. They just have to hit the ground. They don't. There's no options for doing it safely. You know, <laughs> and so they're really putting themselves out there that way. And so Iron Claw is just devastating because it I think it really makes you think about, you know, how dangerous it is for these these people to be doing that all the time. Yeah, I they're mean, like circus a, people. Totally. <laughs> there, there, there's a reason drugs are so prevalent in pro wrestling. It's like they hurt, you know. Yeah, they hurt. They're on the road. They're bummed out. They're lonely. And you end up with, you know, four dead brothers at the end of it. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's a wild, uh, it's a wild story. And uh, I, uh, I, I definitely recommend it. It's, it's, especially if you don't really, if you feel like you don't get wrestling. Because I think it, you know, illuminates. Um. Okay, so we got a cat named Sydney. And what about so especially since you you tease your your former self for uh potentially being douchey, um had did you are you a person that ever named your like cars or bikes or homes or you know, do you give any inanimate stuff a name? Yeah, I mean most of my cars I just called that piece of shit. Um, <laughs> Never really, never, never really had many uh you know i used to have actually bought a 66 mustang uh when i was in my 20s and i called that one black magic uh which uh which i liked but i didn't give it any like traditional name i don't I, it's not like i you know i'm like i'm gonna name this robert you know uh so yeah i think that might have been the only car i've ever named um you know, I used to have a printer in my office. I used to work, uh, I was a retirement specialist for a while uh, in my 20s. And I named the office printer uh, Jude uh, just because I had to think of a name to call it on my on my PC. And so I was like listening to Hey Jude at the time. So I was like, mm, let's, call it, let's call it Jude. Um, but yeah. They, do I mean, say, they say Jude a lot in that song. They, so many times. So many times. It, it would have been weird if I was like, I'm gonna call it hey. Um but it was, <laughs> that's like it, a song that starts at the chorus and, and then it just never ends. Yeah, it never stops. <laughs> it never uh -huh. stops. And I love the Beatles and that song, but oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> and Judy, then, Judy, 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 yeah. I love when he starts Judying it at the end. <laughs> at the end they're like they're like we're supposed to get 70 of these in so like just say it 25 times real quick um <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay so we gotta actually take a break i've i've, I've uh overstayed your welcome so we're gonna take a break and we'll be right back Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We are back. We're here with Johnny Taylor Jr. And it is time. You answered all the, the uh, warm-up cues perfectly. So it is time to move on to the main event. I was talking about your name one part of it at a time. You don't have to cry or anything. Just, you know, just tell us what, whatever you're thinking about it. Uh, starting with Johnny. Growing up, Johnny. Is that is that what it says on your birth certificate johnny no it says john uh just j-o-h-n j-o-h-n and uh but you know that was always my nickname little johnny uh because my dad was named john uh, uh right we'll get course, to that part we'll get junior, to that part later i bet i've heard about yeah uh and so yeah i mean and it is weird being a you know man in his 40s being called johnny it's uh <laughs> because it's very much like an eight-year-old boy's name. Uh, but I feel like Johnny Carson helped out a little bit, right? Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> thank God for that. Yeah. He's a pretty uh, classy Johnny. Johnny Bench from baseball. True. Johnny yeah, Fever from WKRP in Cincinnati. Yeah, they, they are out there. Um, but yeah, everybody's always just called me Johnny. I have had jobs though, like professional jobs where i went by john so yeah yeah because it was always weird like you're talking to some like high level exec and you're like uh hi this is johnny and they're just like who the fuck am i talking to you know sounds <laughs> like you're talking to a, like a little league shortstop um, <laughs> try to keep it a little more you know it just sounded more adult i, I guess but uh, i like the name john i think john it's like it's a good performer name, you know, I mean, John is, John's such a basic ass plain name. I, and I, I don't hate it. You know, it's a classic name, but uh, at least Johnny has a little bit of like a little bit of fun, you know? Yeah. My like name Johnny Cage from Mortal Kombat. Act is. What Johnny? My act, my act is very dry. So when people come up and see, they think it's going to be high energy and fun. Johnny right. Taylor, that guy sounds like he's going to do cartwheels on stage, uh, <laughs> but uh, it's it's not. It's uh, dry and very. It can be dark and yeah. It's I don't know if it fits my act as much, but I do. I do like the name. Yeah, I think it's a good. I think it's a good twist. And do you? But do you feel like uh, people that do know you as uh, Johnny because you mostly go by that? Do they shorten it to John as as their version of a nickname? Because you can't add another Y to Johnny. You know what I mean? No, uh, no. Pretty much everybody calls me Johnny. Some people will call me JT. Uh, I've had friends shorten it to that. Um, and actually, growing up, my mom called me JJ a lot for Johnny Jr. Um, so, yeah, but just, yeah, she's pretty much Johnny. <laughs> I like, I mean, it, you know, it does like, um, it's hard not to be friendly saying the name Johnny. You know what I mean? Hey, Johnny. You know what I mean? Like, hey, Johnny. Like, it still sounds like you, you know. Uh, Can't be mad it's less. It's also less babyish than Dougie. Oh, like, <laughs> like, like yeah, Johnny, like you're saying, it sounds like a little kid name, but Dougie sounds like a toddler. <laughs> like it's yeah, so yeah. childish. Dougie is complete infantilization of a, of a Doug. Yeah. Uh, I think Dougie Fresh is the only person that's ever made Dougie work. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and and I think he, you know, and it's, it's only cause of the, you know, it's just tricky. The it's sneaky that it's a middle initial and not an IE. Right. Doug. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, John though, uh, super common. So that's another reason probably why going by Johnny is just more 
more fun. It's, it's more individualistic. Yeah. Yeah. And I think John is kind of at this point, I don't know if there's people named John anymore as much. Like that doesn't seem like a very common name. Like I never meet 20 year olds named John, you know? Like, no, I think that this generation coming up now, they really go for the full-blown uh, Jonathan. Yeah, J Jonathan is more of a Yeah, thing. and you don't know if it's got an H or not, and you don't know if it's an A or an O. Like, they really have some options. Yeah. Those long-ass Jonathans. Uh, Jonathan really Taylor. Yeah, I don't know what that, that – I don't know what profession a person named Jonathan Taylor would have but i i put the i kind of put them in the clothing industry which probably isn't fair that's yeah. the other thing is taylor seems less like the word taylor like like the clothing version of a tailor uh when followed by johnny exactly you know what i mean yeah, exactly. like if your name was johnny doctor nobody would be like is that guy a doctor right. no it's just his last name what are you what's wrong with you right. um <laughs> I don't know if that theory holds up, but I don't. So let's Correct. move on to. Oh, and I would want to throw out there as a, a current nickname. It might be kind of fun if anybody called you uh, Tay Tay. Tay Tay. I yeah. like that one. I don't think anybody you know, has, but because that's probably the top nickname on the planet right now due to uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah, it's got a catch. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll just start going by Tay, just Tay Tay. They would, <laughs> they would be, they would be so surprised when I. That would stay. really change expectations of what might happen if people went right. to see Tay Tay. Yeah. They'd think for a second. It was fun the other night too. Uh, there was a they did a drag show at the Callback Bar uh, next door to our show, and uh, so it's just fun watching all the drag queen, drag queens run around in and out of costume and uh, um, just all the frivolity going on over there i bet you no one got thrown out of their show right and, and, and <laughs> laughing yeah it was funny it was funny too because we were kind of sharing a extended green room <laughs> yeah uh, so it was fun to just kind of like oh hey what's up how's the show going you know and uh it sounded like their show went really well and it seemed so fun i peeked in and i was like man this looks like a blast yeah, they're having a good time. I mean, we had a good time in both rooms, but there's just a lot more joy to, uh, you know, a man putting on a wig and dancing around the room. Can't top it. Mm -mm. No, they're going to, drag is going to take over. Uh, uh, it's going to take our jobs, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really enjoy seeing that there's like these just random drag shows in like the second room at a lot of comedy clubs and also in the main room a lot of nights. Uh, there's yeah. more of that uh, going on. You know, I'm tired of drag just being, you know, for, uh, you know, uh, reading to children. You know, I think it should be for adults, too. And they should <laughs> keep doing it, keep doing it in clubs. But, you know, I'm not going to go watch it in the library, a drag show, but I'll go to a club. Yeah, not, not enough drinks in the library. True. Okay, so uh, we're doing good. We're moving through your name, and we discovered earlier there was a bit of a spoiler that your middle name is Sydney, spelled S-I-D-N-E-Y. And, um, you know, middle names t tend to be pretty in inconsequential, but how how do you feel about the middle name Sydney? Uh, I used to hate it. Growing up, uh you know, people would learn my middle name uh, and to make fun of me, they would call me Cindy. Like, <laughs> hi, hi, Cindy. And it would make me very, it would really make me mad. Because um, it's funny because Sydney, just Sydney saying it right is also a woman's name. Yeah. I mean, they didn't to have like, to change it at all. <laughs> right. Thanks to like Sydney Poitier, you know. And right. I would say that. I remember being a little kid. That was a good, that was a very classy Sydney. Sydney Poitier, he's awesome, <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> just mad. Just mad trying to have Sydney Poitier validate yeah. my, my middle name. Uh, but I, I've grown to like it. There's like, it, there's not, I, you, I don't meet a lot of people with the middle name Sydney or, or the uh, men with the first name Sydney. So right. uh, now I'm kind of more. I think it's cool now, 
you know. Uh, but when I was a kid, it did kind of bother me. Uh, yeah, I could see that. I mean, anything that the other kids could uh, take and uh, poke at you with is uh, it's, I mean, uh, it's really weird. Like, you know, you don't want to be the lazy eye kid called Cindy. So, <laughs> just, <laughs> oh my God, here comes lazy eye Sydney. <laughs> You'd have to become such a such. You'd have to go the other way in badassness and be like, because that would be cool on a wanted poster. Lazy Eye Sydney. Lazy Eye, Lazy Eye Sydney. You know, that's a great like you know Deadwood yeah. character name. Seriously, that's the Red Dead Redemption Three. Um, I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, all right, Sydney. Uh, oh, so yeah, so last name. Last name Taylor. How's that worked out for you? I've always loved it. I've always loved my last name. I think it's like a, it's like a strong, strong last name. I think. Uh, it, it, I always thought John Taylor. I mean, as basic as it is, it's just it's a solid name. You know, it's like it's not. It's very. It is very. It used to be very common. I remember at one point. I think John Taylor was like the third or fourth most common first and last name in America. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, you know, next to like, I think, you know, John Smith and like things like Joe that. Smith. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Joseph Smith, you know, uh, Joseph Smith of the Latter-day Saints. But it's, uh, yeah, I've always, I've always liked Taylor as a last name. Uh, I've always liked my name. I've, I've never, I never really, as long as we didn't talk about my middle name, I was always cool with that. John John Taylor's also isn't that one of the guys in Duran Duran? Yeah, bass player for Duran Duran. Yeah, 49ers receiver yeah. back in the day. Yeah, the uh, Jerry Jerry Rice's sidekick on the uh, yeah. classic eighties Niners teams. Um, yeah, there's and then Johnny Taylor, as you know, uh, probably a, a soul singer. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, this it was funny. I actually was headlining a show at the Callback Bar, and after the show, this old guy comes up and he's like, uh, "You were very funny," and I'm like, "Oh, thanks." And he says, "My wife got me these tickets because she thought it was the soul singer Johnny Taylor." <laughs> and, and I, it, it was it was a bummer. I had to break to him like, <laughs> like not only am I not him, but uh, he died 22 years ago. So, I, uh, <laughs> oh my I, god. I, I had to break that news to him. What a hip couple. Oh, yeah, or like they thought they were going to a really special show. Yeah. You know, they're going to see the Johnny Taylor uh, hologram. Yeah. <laughs> if only. Yeah. So, Can you imagine, like, you want to go see some classic soul singing, and uh, it's just like a guy with a lazy eye talking about his dead parents. <laughs> <laughs> I Doug, I got to tell you, that is a highlight of his set. The dead parents stuff is really uh, <laughs> it's it's full of knee slappers. I, gotta, um, I mean, you're obviously very funny because that guy came to see Johnny Taylor, the soul singer, and stayed for the whole show. So I he mean, stayed for the whole thing. I was that's uh, great. I was honored. <laughs> yeah, clearly mental clearly, shift. And he was like, no, staying with yeah. it. He didn't even like just out of curiosity Google the guy he was trying to see, no, uh, to find out the news uh, that way that he had passed away. Do you think that the club, if they, if you go to up to a club and go, oh, I thought the I thought the performer tonight was somebody that's not uh, somebody who's living, but turns out they're dead. I want my money back. <laughs> <laughs> but they like the show, so that's a you know it's a moot point. Yeah, they had a good time, and that's what. I think that's what happens to a lot of people with stand-up comedy, no matter how they get there. Once they're in the seats, if they give in to the experience and don't fight it, uh, I, I think people are really, in fact, kind of blown away. Like people come up to us after our shows all the time and are just like, oh, my, that was so much fun in person. It's like, yeah, stand-up on TV is really kind of made it all look very, you know, it's just, it's all this, there's a sameness to it, you know, but when you're there in person, uh, just like wrestling or something else, you, you know, that the person's up there really doing that and they're really taking a chance on either, you know, breaking open their head or bombing, you know? 
Right. Yeah. When it's when it's good, man. There's nothing like live stand-up comedy. It's it can be so. It can. It's almost like transcendent in a way where when you're watching somebody that's amazing and it's not on TV, you're there and it's, you know, you're kind of breathing with the audience. Uh, there's something so cool about it. And I love when people come up, you know, even on the new year's Eve shows, there were people that were like, uh, that was the best stand-up show I've ever been to. And I'm like, that's fucking awesome. You know, like, yeah, go see more shows. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've done a bunch of shows where nobody got kicked out. Those were great too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's a, it's a really, when people just go and, and it is kind of funny that New York, I mean, New York, New Year's Eve uh, does tend to be like kind of a poo poo platter of entertainment options where people just like, well, I'll just try this. And they try, you know, there's a lot of people just trying it on, on New Year's Eve. And uh, you know, I, I think they, you know, usually discover they enjoy it. I mean, it sucks if you go to a comedy club cold and don't know the acts and are not into the headliner. Cause then once that, that person's on, they're going to be up there for a while. But that's what I've always enjoyed about most comedy shows is even if you don't like the headliner, you probably add 30, 40 minutes of other comics that you maybe did enjoy. Right. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. That's the thing too. It's like maybe one, one of the act is totally your cup of tea. And you're still going to leave going like, oh, that's cool. I got to discover a new person I like, you know? Yeah, absolutely. All right. So uh, what about uh, also Taylor, of course, is the last name of the coach and his wife on Friday Night Lights. So I've, I'm fond of the name for that reason. All right. Never you, seen you, an episode. you never seen an episode? Oh, my God. It's speaking of soap operas, you know, it's. It's a show about high school football, but oh man, the, the uh, soap opera elements of it are fantastic. Yeah, it's one I've always meant to like, oh, I should go back and binge that. So maybe I will. Yeah. Even when things are emotional, though, there's a mellowness to it. Like there's, it's kind of a ASMR kind of thing. Like, uh, you know, if, you, if you're looking for a show that's, you know, even though it's about football and winning and losing, it's uh, it, it's not too tense. Cool. Yeah, um, I met that guy once. He was really nice. Which one? That actor. Uh, Coach Taylor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kyle Richards. Oh, nice. Yeah. He's a good actor. He he, he leans on having Southern accent too often now. But... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, okay, one one more thing about your name, uh, uh, Johnny T Johnny Sidney Taylor Jr., and that is the, the junior part. You, you go build, you use it as your professional – uh, name and stand up was that something you you had to decide yeah i i only i started just jo as johnny taylor and as i started to like release things uh like i had you know a couple albums out on stand up records and i had the special and i wanted to differentiate myself from the soul singer uh, because <laughs> they, they actually when my my spotify page had some of his stuff on it so you'd go to john oh Taylor wow and it would be like you know that the first album shows up is like who's half loving these women and i'm like <laughs> that's not me um so <laughs> i did it to kind of differentiate itself and then uh and so like most places that you see me officially like imdb and like wikipedia and stuff it's all johnny taylor jr uh, so I think I've finally, after like eight years of really going by Johnny Taylor Jr., I think I've pretty much differentiated it from the rest of the Johnny Taylors, where there are several. That was a terrific answer. Yeah, that was, <laughs> you really, you really brought that to a nice close. But I have to ask you the most important question we ask on that sh this show, and that is to tell us about the dugs that you've known have you been close to or affected in any way by anyone named doug i sure have um my uncle doug uh so my uncle's name is Doug. was i have to now that it gets it gets tricky uh his name was doug kennel and uh his whole life he was tormented growing up because people would call him dog kennel 
<laughs> and uh, oh, so, God. as an adult, he changed his name to Gene Berkman. So now what? his name is now his name wow. is Gene Berkman, and I guess it was named after like a, an author he liked was named Gene Berkman. So. I don't know, but uh, yeah, my uncle Doug, growing up, was one of my favorite people. So uh, oh, as, man, as a I'm child, so... one of my one of my favorite people was my uncle Doug Kennel. So, oh, it's such a bummer. He had to change his name. That's awful. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I mean... like, if, if you're changing your name in your 30s because you were made fun of as a kid for having the name Dog Kennel, like, dude, just forgive him. Yeah. Keep your name yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a rough one. You know, there's a, a comedian named Mike Reynolds who used to do a, a whole bit about you know somebody at the beach yelling bike rentals, and uh, get, you know confusing it with him or whatever. And um, uh, but he was really always like it did seem like he was genuinely sad about it. Um, but I this uh, this is dog, dog kennel is really. That one's really something because also it is just two words. It's not like, you know, it's not like people were calling him dog shit or something. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. What's so bad about being a dog kennel? You know, like they need somewhere to stay uh, <laughs> and be protected from the elements. <laughs> yeah, it's actually, he should have been honored. <laughs> yeah, he should have been like, yeah, damn right, I'm a dog kennel. Yeah, yeah. I have a <laughs> philanthropic, philanthropic nature. Better than Cindy you know. Lazy Eye. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I got to write like a gangster thing or a boxing thing or something to, you know, to incorporate uh, Lazy Eye Sydney. Because oh, that yeah. is a great, great name for a, a, a fun character. Like, you know a lot about him right away. Um, <laughs> we've learned a lot about you today, Johnny Taylor Jr. Would you like to uh, promote any things in particular places people could see you maybe with brian hossein sure yeah so on social media i'm at hipsterocracy pretty much everywhere and uh, i have a great podcast called the awesome pod it's an aew centric podcast awesome is spelled aew some uh check it out my co-host is darcy the male girl from last uh last driving with joe bob briggs uh and mistress harley and brendan patrizza who has uh directed uh the uh the classic asylum film uh megalodon the frenzy uh if you ever want to watch a very 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 over the top some would say mildly awful shark attack movie um <laughs> also uh, you can see uh, me i will be in west jordan utah at wise guys with brian Posehn. January 12th and 13th. And then I'll be headlining the Velveeta room February 2nd and 3rd. That's in Austin, Texas and uh, more dates on the website, Johnny Taylor jr.com. So. That's great. Uh, yeah. Once again, hipsterocracy on the uh, social media, Doug Mallard. What do you got to plug besides the disappearance of Toby <laughs> Blackwood currently available on which ones is it on? Amazon Prime Video and Peacock. Thanks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, uh, everybody, if you listen to this podcast and you haven't watched it yet, I don't know what you have no excuse. <laughs> uh just Find one of my many albums with the words Fart Safari in it, or find me <laughs> and find me on social at Doug Mellard. Maybe you? that's why maybe that's why I picture you in a suit because you know you'd wear of course you'd dress up for shows where you're talking about fart safaris. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you'd even, yeah, you'd even wear a it. nice a nice pith helmet. <laughs> yeah, that's probably I have a lot of promo pics of me in a suit, yeah. For no reason. <laughs> <laughs> and me shitting on a toilet in a suit. Very oh, yeah, classy. that's a suit, too. That's right. All right. <laughs> well, um, I've got a lot, tons of stuff coming up, uh, you know, mostly California, the L.A. area, and uh, all of my dates and info are at DougLovesMovies.com. Thank you once again to Johnny Taylor Jr., and Johnny, we 
end every episode by me saying, as always, followed by the title of the episode, which is often a uh, pun uh, that involves the name Doug. So you really set up, us up nicely today. So thanks again for joining us. And as always, Doug Kennel. <laughs> <laughs>